recording. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Just Another Murder Cast. Yay Jam. Yay Jam. Okay. Oh, hi. I'm Haley. I'm Beth. <laughs> <laughs> Wrote it big. I put it behind me. So I'm it. It's, it's so small. <laughs> I'm going to bring all of my... Um, I'll print it bigger next time. I printed it and then I was like... I'll oh, bring my... Uh, what that. are they called? Dry erase markers. You know, I mean, like, I have dry erase markers. I have markers. an obsession with them. I have a ton. Like, I have to get the fine point, you know, because I my calendar. Yeah. Um, well, I can't write. I smear it as I write. Oh, you're left-handed? left-handed. <laughs> so, <laughs> doesn't work for me. Okay. Um, do you have any comments? Um, let's talk about why... people like double-stuffed Oreos? Oh, yeah. First of all, double-stuffed Oreos are where it is. Single-stuffed Oreos are communist. And now, anyone that gets them is a communist. I like a basic Oreo. And likes Putin. Because I like to leave it in milk long enough to where it... If you have too much stuffing, it takes away from, like, the cookie crumble in your mouth. I take the thing apart. Mm, no, I could do without it. Communist. <laughs> okay. Okay, 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 okay. Let's talk about... Uh, we had this... We were um, supposed to be um, recording this morning. Do you want to chit-chat? Yeah, so... Um, Beth calls me. <laughs> yeah, not soon enough for Haley, though. She's on her way home from work. Also not soon enough for my mother. My mother was mad. I but told you I'm I on my way home, and, um, you know, driving down 441, and the light ahead of me turns, or is green, but everybody is slamming on brakes, just like slamming on brakes hard. So I slam on brakes, and I stop. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. two cars behind me did not stop and slammed into the car in front of them and then slammed into me and it hurt. So I called Jordan and I'm like, Hey Jordan, I was just in a wreck. Cause like it was a big wreck. Like it hurt. And I knew that the back of my car was messed up and I was not going to be able to drive it home. And I called Jordan cause I'm that person. I'm always like, call 911 first, but I'm like, nah, someone else will call 911. I'm gonna call Jordan. Mm-hmm. So I called Jordan. I was like, hey, I need you here. And I'm like, I should probably get out and make, like, check on the other people because it was a good accident. Mm-hmm. So I walked to the car behind me. And it's got the airbags in the front and, like, on the side of the door. So you can't see in it. And when I... Um, the paramedic came out in you. Yeah. When Let I, me save everybody. You know. Um, when I opened the door, I cut, like, I couldn't get the door open. But all I heard is just, like, this horrible crying. And I was like... Jordan, just track me. I got to go. He's like, where are you at? I was like, just track me. I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> and so I climb in the back seat and it's a kid and he was just scared, mm-hmm. um, like in the front seat with his grandmother. So he was just scared and that was all it was. Nobody was hurt, um, but totaled both of their cars. Oh, my gosh. Um, my Jeep, though. Did it's ground? Yeah. Uh-huh. Jordan's over here like, nah, it's worse than it looks, but... Well, I mean, like, I you might want to make sure. I mean, I know that you think it's it's good, but, like, before you get to go driving it and stuff, like, maybe you should make sure that the safety part, like, what if your fucking back door just, boop? We're taking it to Elders because it, See? it's gone up underneath, so, like, her exhaust has a big hole cracked in it. You can see where they hit the actual muffler on the other side of it. Yeah, and, so like, your spare, spare tire. tire <laughs> like, what if you, like, bust a tire and you're like, let me put my spare on. Spare, <laughs> Just kidding. Spare, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to get it checked, but I'm just okay. saying, all in all, it did its job. There were three cars, mm-hmm. two of them were totaled, and my car is like, eh. Yeah. You know, like, I think I'm pretty lucky. I mean, yeah. Like, I, but love, I love my Jeep. 
if you ever do that to me again. Okay, so here's the funny thing. I hope my mom doesn't listen to this because she's going to be pissed. I, I told you I was going to call your parents. So I called Jordan first mm-hmm. because he needed to get to where I was. And then I called um, my cousin because she does my insurance. And I was like, I don't have the copy of my card, my insurance card. And I think it may be in the glove compartment. But I put that kid that was crying in the front seat of my car mm-hmm. so that he could get out of like the smoke from the airbags and stuff in their car. And I was like... I got a, um, that's Jordan's phone. Rude. <laughs> this, we're recording. Go answer it. Um, <laughs> Rude, but answer that. It's my mother. <laughs> um, but so I, um, you know, I was like, I don't have my policy number and they're going to want it. And so let me call her and get it. So I called her and I was like, hey, can you send this over? She emails it to me. Um, I finish up with the rec. Like, it took a good while um, for them to finish up the report, which it always takes a long time. Mm-hmm. Plus, there were three of us, so it was a whole thing. Um, I leave. I call my dad. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, because, um, you know, like. You have to call your dad. It's my dad, and he's going to worry. Sadly, my dad would be the first one I would call. <laughs> not <with that's> it. <laughs> that's not true. You call me first. That's right, true. <laughs> Where are you at? Oh, I did call you first you last time. You did call me first. <laughs> yes. It was. We'll tell that later. Okay. But, um, yeah, so I call my dad, and I'm talking to my dad. And I had gotten into a wreck um, when I worked at the sheriff's office. The exact same thing happened. A green light. Everyone slammed on brakes. But I was the young one in the back that slammed into everyone else. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, same thing. But I was in front instead of the back this time. <laughs> so He's I like, I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah, so I talked to him for a little while. Um, I think I called you before I called my dad just to be like, don't show up at my house at 930. Because yeah. I ain't going to be there. Yeah. No, she's like, hey, late. um, I'm going to be a little late. I was in an accident. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, well, we don't have to podcast it. She's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm like, uh. I am fine. Like, do you need something? <laughs> like. I need you, you to come over and do this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, rude. Like, don't ever. Like, I'm, I want to know about this story. So. <laughs> We're all <laughs> invested. Yeah. Um, but yes, I called you and then, um, I think I called you before I called my dad and then I called my mom and my mom was pissed because I did not call her immediately Mm -hmm. and I called my dad before I called her. She's like, I can't believe you called them first. And I was like, I mean, oh yeah, I totally called my dad. Like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I Mm -hmm. don't need anyone. Um, but so (laughs) Jordan, I was like, just track me, just come here. And then of course, when I walk back and there's like, you can't see anything wrong with my car and I'm like, oh okay you don't have to come i don't need you (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) but he had already called um josh that works down in morgan county with me he's the battalion chief on my shift my josh i say my our josh that we played yeah yeah. (laughs) call him my josh like (laughs) don't even know him (laughs) nope never met him him up in a line out (laughs) my josh yeah that way (laughs) yeah so um he called josh who is um who lives in morgan county and he works with me so i just left from there Mm mm-hmm so Josh um, comes walking around. He was like, Beth was in a wreck. And they emptied the fire station. Yesterday's crew and today's crew. Oh, my gosh. All came, which they called for fire anyways. And then the ambulance came. So, you know, of course, like the ambulance I had just gotten off of shows up. And I was like, hey, guys, I'm fine. <laughs> you're like, you're welcome. Check the truck for you. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> um, <laughs> They're like, now nah, we ain't got to go. She ain't. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> she can save herself. Um, one of the guys, though, um, 
came up and he was like, so Ronaldo told me that um, you were in the wreck. But when I, like, when I got in the seat to come here, I heard um, death is involved. And he's like, all right, whatever. And um, he's like, that's a weird way to say it, but okay, whatever. <laughs> and so they start coming and he's like, no, Beth, not death. And he was like, oh, okay. Is she okay? <laughs> and I'm like, that's so funny. Well, yeah. um, I'm glad you didn't die. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do a cast on you. <laughs> a podcast. Not a podcast on me. Yeah. She abbreviated it. Cast. I don't want to do a cast on you. A cast. It's I'm sus. so cool now. Sus. <laughs> so sus. <laughs> <laughs> so don't ever scare me. Point blank, period. Well, next time I just won't tell you. <laughs> You're funny. Haley's like, um, do you need me? <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't need you. And she's like, um, I needed you. Yeah. So, <laughs> do you need me? Yeah, I'm like, rude. <laughs> so, like, a couple of years ago, when Beauty and the Beast came out, so it's more than a couple of years ago, when Beauty and the Beast, like, the, the live version came out, Jordan and I went to see it in movie theaters. Mm-hmm. My phone rang off the hook, and it was Haley. And I was like, what the hell does she want? Well, the thing is, like, if I, if anybody else had called her that many times, she'd panic. But, like, if somebody doesn't answer <laughs> my call, I'll continue to call back. Like, I, yeah. I don't, like, answer. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell does she want? And I think Spence was like, Haley was in a wreck. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I left the movie to go check on you. And so I ended up, I think we went back again and watched it in movies. And I think I left my phone in the car just so that no one could call me. <laughs> uh, well... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that happened. That was a thing. I don't know who else to call. I was on the phone with Spence when it happened. So then I'm like, well, who do I call? Beth. <laughs> so. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine with it. I came. I took okay. a picture of you with the um, road sign that you knocked over. Listen, I that dodged that. I dodged that. Mm-hmm. I dodged that um, telephone pole correctly. Yeah, you did. Like, I don't know how I did it. But I dodged it. Yeah. Um, okay, 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 okay. I got to comment on this first. Okay. You know, we got b- banned from TikTok last week, right? Yeah. Everybody knows that we're here. From TikTok Live. I yes. think everyone thinks we mean like actual TikTok. No, just TikTok, TikTok Live. Tickety tockety live. Yeah. Um, did you see that we got spammed? So <laughs> many spam comments. <laughs> so many. Like every time I looked at it, you have 14 comments. And I'm like, oh, look at us being so cool. I and know. then I'm like, oh. Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, okay, this person's trying to help us out. Um, wait, this person's trying to, nope, this is, this has got to be spam. 29 comments, mostly spam. Probably 27 of them are spam. So bad. Like, I was so excited for us. I didn't tell them, like, we're going to have so many followers on TikTok. We have more comments than we have views on that video. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, damn, uh, that sucked. Yeah, I almost took it down, but I was like, no, because we're still getting some followers from it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So now, as soon as we get enough followers, we can go live on that one because we have to go live on my personal one. That's where I got banned from. Yeah. So we have seventy-eight whole followers. Look though. At so us like go. you know, close to a thousand. Look at us go. <laughs> so sad. Um. Okay. So this week we know is if y'all listen to last week's episode. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, we're gonna need you to listen to it. Yeah, and you need to stop where you are now. Go back to last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Listen to at least Haley's story. Which is the first one last week because she sucks at rock, paper, scissors. Truth. And listen to that and then come back to this. Yes. So we're not going to play rock, paper, scissors. This is going to be part two. And I know know I told y'all there's going to be two parts to this. I was really fucking wrong. Okay. Yeah. 
there's this, gonna be eighty thousand parts to this and like, I'm cool with that. This poor girl has her own notebook now. Her own notebook. Yeah. So um it's a lot going on. And First of all, you need to fix your mic. Oh. My mic keeps doing that. I, I think you do it, do it. Oh. Okay. All right. Is that better? So yeah. Her own notebook. She has her own notebook. Okay. You're gonna get just as frustrated this week. Um, to recap, we know twenty we need to do the warning first. Warning. Um, we're not going to go like as weird. Um, and this is about a murder, and this is about a very, um, a, a very sad and yeah. stupid, frustrating murder slash death. death, and it's frustrating, and it apparently is bullying and harassing. So yeah, that's why we got banned. But okay, so you listened to last spicy week's language. Yeah, spicy language. All that, little ears. Um, not like, this is so frustrating. And there's, there's. I think there's going to be sexual content in this one. So, you think, like you didn't Well, I wrote it. 25 I wrote pages. It. So, between last, yeah. my last, I mean, I'm literally 50 handwritten pages in at this point. Okay, yeah. So, listen to last week, at least Haley's story is the first one. Mm-hmm. And then um, come back to us. Um, all right. So, to recap, Lauren A.G. went camping with her friends. To Wake Fest, it's a big wakeboarding festival. You drink all the water. There's bars. There's the marina. They camped on a cliff. Her friends woke up Sunday morning. She was not there. They went to Wake Fest anyway. Yes. There's multiple stories of where she could have gone, whatever. Um, so around 4.30 that afternoon on the Sunday, her body was discovered by two fishermen, um, a son and, you know, and, a, and his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, police came. Didn't really do much. At all. Yeah. Yeah. So her mom hired a private detective. So now we're going into private detectiving, right? Yes. And we also learned that the the head detective of the case sucks ass. Yes. And um, did not want to give her a rape kit because she was on her period. Yeah, because that's how that works. And she had a tampon in. So they're like, sure, I get, no, that's not how it works. So it. You're just going to be more frustrated this time, too. Yeah. So, I'm going to be jumping back and forth a lot. Okay. Um, between then, between now, between all all the all the shenanigans. Okay? okay. So, let me get back to my first page. Hold on. Whew. Hold on. I'm lost. I'm on. That's page eight. Where is my, why are my pages stuck together? You paper clipped them with a the paper clip? But not the new ones, I didn't think. But I guess I did. Okay. Sorry. 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 All right. So we know they closed the case. Yeah, accidental. Closed the case. It was accidental an accidental drowning. She accidentally drowned off a cliff. Yeah. She fit. They think she went to pee. Yeah. She fell. She drowned. Water and not in the lungs. Yes. Okay. Not even in the stomach. Nowhere. Yeah. Okay. Um. So let me let me fill you in. If you feel like you have questions here, please post them because the timeline of everything is. Just as confusing to me, too. Yeah. All right. So, um, another weird thing. You know, they... Hold on. Let me look at this real quick. Um, oh, yeah. You know, they also saw the strangling marks. We ended with yes. that. Uh, but that was not in the autopsy. So, the only reason that was discovered was because Sheila, the private detective, found them in the photos. Yes. <sighs> All right. So, another weird thing is that when... The boys got on the boat. Um, 
ignore that completely. Hold on. I got to figure. I was started writing notes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm just like, Are this you? is a surprise. 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 Podcast. Oh, yes. Um, and this is going to come out early for our patrons. We don't have to say that because it's going to, never mind. Okay. Okay. So Ryan <laughs> Melanson was also another officer that was working off duty. He was one of the first ones on the scene too. Mm-hmm. So we know we had Yarchuk last weekend. Yeah. Or last week. And now we have Melanson. Okay. He was talking to the boys who seemed stressed. Um, he said they didn't act surprised when he told him it was her. They brought the boys to the campsite. Well, Aaron. And another investigator took Aaron up to the campsite and Ryan said they came back and Aaron seemed totally different. Like he knew that like, bro, we're going to get away with it. Yeah. Um, this is also, Melanson also is one of the ones that contacted Sherry Smith, Lauren's mom. Okay. Um, later on, he tried to call her at work and stuff, but like her work colleagues had like just forwarded everything. They're like, no, leave her alone. Yeah. Then he contacted her on Facebook. Like, I need to talk to you. So he's from White County. Yeah. So this is not his jurisdiction either, but he's like, this is not, not mine, but like, I have questions There's about something this. wrong. Yes. Um, Ryan said that Aaron was acting like he was about to fall asleep on the boat w- once he came back down to the boat and that Chris seemed a little high. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's Chris, Aaron, and Hannah. Yeah. Um, he said he was kind of wigging out off and on that every time Chris would speak, Aaron would tell him to shut up. So Ryan started making small talk with Chris um, getting him going, but being interrupted with like the shut up every time Chris would start talking about anything remotely yeah. about the case. Chris also, this is random. Chris decided to tell um, Ryan at that point. He said, "What do you do?" And Chris says, "I dispose of body parts for a living at I forgot what it was called. So like the hospital send him body parts and they dispose of them." Yeah. So like if someone gets a leg or something amputated, yeah, not where he worked. Okay, well. That was like a previous job. I don't know where this came from. Whatever. Okay. Like, uh, he knows how to throw things away. Yeah, like <laughs> what a terrible time to say that. Right. All right. So um, Chris started dazing out again when Ryan said, hey, man, um, you know, what you thinking about? And Chris said, how I can get that gun off your hip and get off this boat? What? Yeah. So Ryan was like, mm, not smart, but like thinking he was like joking it's a weird time to joke, though, when your friend was just found dead. Yeah. Um, and then he said it again a couple minutes later, and the boat driver, which was Harry. Remember, Harry and Dina are the two that worked at the marina. Yes. Um, he was like, you need to sit down and keep your mouth shut. This is not going to end well for you if you touch him, you know. Yeah. Sheila was told that the kids did end up going to the police station and filled out a statement, but didn't wait around to be interviewed or anything. That's when they returned to the cliff and then went home. There was no crime scene tape left. Nothing anymore uh, when they got their stuff. And when Sherry got Lauren's stuff, her items were missing. Like, what happened to it? I still don't understand how you can rule this an accident Mm -hmm. so fast that... Mm -hmm. You know, like, it's not even been a couple hours and you're like, nah, you're cool. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. So another thing is Lauren was supposed to come home Saturday night because her boyfriend Chase was having a house party. That's what initially started the panic when she didn't show or anything for that party. Mm -hmm. At one point, she had asked a friend to come get her because Aaron, Hannah, and Chase wouldn't let her drive because they had taken her keys because, like, you've been drinking all day. Yeah. Her friend said, I couldn't get in touch with her because, like, she didn't have service or, you know, I didn't know my way there, blah, blah, blah. Jeremy Taylor was the deputy in charge of the case. He's a douchebag. 
Also, never worked a homicide case. Um, he told the parents um, of what happened at the hospital. So they actually came to Sherry's house, got her and said, you need to go to the hospital. There's been an accident. Just told her to come to the hospital. Jeremy's the one that met her at the hospital and told Sherry, she, I'm sorry, she didn't make it. What was the point of her going to the hospital? Because that's we where the body was. I don't know. But we already knew at this point that they were dead. Yeah, and I don't know. That's probably just where the morgue was or something. Maybe. I don't know. Um, so basically straight up just blaming it on that cliff jumping that they were doing. Um, but he had zero information on it. Like there was no photos of the cliff jumping. There was no photos, anything like that anywhere. Yeah. Um, he also... He's also the no-rape kit guy because of the tampon. We saw, we knew that. There's also no report or records about... Any, like, nobody... It's not in any writing or anything like that about the cliff jumping. Yeah. Like, do we even know this happened? We, yeah. We don't know because nobody... Nobody's going to tell you. Yeah. Oh, side note. The first time Yarchuk saw the group, he said... I met when I first met them, they had a dog with them. Um, the dog was like a, uh, it was Aaron's emotional support dog. It was a little, um, like puppy golden, nope, German shepherd. Okay. Um, but nobody knows where the dog is now. Well, at this, you know, yeah, they're like, well, where's the dog on Sunday? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Hold on. Sorry. 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 Podcast. Sorry. Okay. Um, nobody knows where the dog is. Nobody's seen the dog. Like, what happened to the dog? Don't yeah. don't hurt the dog, right? So we've made it clear. No one likes Aaron. Yeah. Well, we're jumping back to Cassie. Do we remember Cassie? Cassie was the friend that she asked to go with that night, right? Okay, yes, she was there too. It's also Aaron's ex girlfriend. Yes. Okay. So they're all friends, but like Hannah's not friends with Cassie because they Aaron. Eh. Yeah. Okay. Um, she's also Lauren's friend. She didn't come forward for a long time because she was scared of what Aaron and also the other two, um, would do. Yes. But also she was court ordered to stay away from Aaron. They were court ordered to stay away from each other. Like before this started? Yes. Okay. Because of their domestic yeah. case from before. So I think she was like, I'm going to incriminate myself if I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Also, she's scared of them. Um, but around the time of the accident, we find out that they're still secretly dating. Cassie and Aaron. What? They slept together the Thursday before Wakefest. So then he shows up to Wakefest with Hannah. Yeah. Cassie's furious. I mean. Furious. Um, and they had, she had even talked to Aaron about they were planning on meeting up there. So like, I, Aaron sucks. Okay. Yeah. Um, so she actually saw a lot that weekend saying like, I watched them a lot on Sunday, of course, because like I wasn't drinking cause I was still kind of sour about yeah. what happened. Um, she said they 100% did not care that she was missing that day. I know they did not look for her. They were out on this water thing, taking pictures and all this kind of stuff. Like they just didn't care. And fucking Aaron basically dogs Lauren while he was being questioned at the marina, saying like she was flirty, she tried to make um, make a pass on her ex. He denied her, and she showed attention to a lot of guys. Like, so come on, yes, like right after the act, right after they found yeah. the body. Okay, <sighs> I want to be like, bitch, you showed up with a whole nother human, right? Like, goodbye, mm-hmm. goodbye. Mm-mm. We're done with Ain't you. Got time for you, right? So we gathered that he was an he's a drunk abuser, yeah. right? Of course, Cassie 
would be scared to say something. Yeah. He'd already beat the shit out of her one time. Yeah. Cassie always said Virginia, the dog, was mm-hmm. terrified of Aaron. Like, he would beat her with belts. He hit her with trash cans. He would kick the dog. Boy. All this kind of stuff. But, like, we're like, where the fuck is Virginia? Yeah. I like that name for a dog, though. <laughs> yeah. It is a good name. <laughs> okay. So, we also hear from a guy named LD. Okay. LD is Cassie's best friend. He actually lives with Cassie and her mama. Like, she kind of took, the mama kind of took him in. Yeah. Like, really good friends. Um, He says they all hated Aaron. Um, but they met up with them at the campsite before, this must have been Friday, before Hannah and Lauren got there. Yeah. Um, and he said, uh, when they got up to the campsite, they were like, uh, oh, Aaron's here. Like, we need to go. But he stayed for a minute. And then he heard Aaron say something randomly that gave him the chills. Yeah. He said, if anything was to happen up here, no one would find out. Is what? Nobody said anything about it. Like, he said it in, like, a joking manner, but nobody... Yeah. Okay. So, now, after Wakefest, Aaron up and moves to Florida. After after that, he just moves to Florida? Like, yeah, was he shortly, planning on moving to Florida? Shortly after. So, apparently, Cassie had said some sort of thing about... He was in a motorcycle accident, but he knew that he couldn't take the fall for it. So, because he had already been in front of the judge so many times, that... He knew that he had to had a plan to move or the judge would have like incarcerated him. So he yeah. had his mom draw up a fake lease, whatever. Yeah. But then he ended up moving to Florida. This was very shortly after. Cassie said they hadn't had any contact for a while, but he had fairly recently randomly called her from a block number saying, I miss your fat ass bouncing on me and I'll always love you. Oh, God. Oh, Pretty romantic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She also said he was a violent sexer. He would choke her sometimes, like, where she had to move his arms because Yeah, like, too far. Yeah, but she said, at that point, I just thought, like, I didn't think anything of it. Like, uh, you know, it's just just my boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She said he was really into trying things, too, when she was asleep. But, again, she didn't think anything of it. She thought, it's my boyfriend. Like, she said, I would wake up, and he'd be like, "Mm." you know. Sorry, just coming on your face. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. Which to me is like huge red flags. But again, apparently this does not mean anything to investigators because what else does? Yeah, nothing. They don't care. This mm-hmm. was an accident. We don't care about anything, anyone. You watched mm-hmm. him throw her off this cliff? Oh, it, it was an accident. It's fine. Um, but Cassie still doesn't believe that he hurt Lauren. Okay. She says, I really think Hannah did it or something like that. And he's. He's trying to cover it up, but she did it out of jealousy. But I feel like, I don't know, okay, I don't know which one hurt them, but I feel like all three of them covered it up. Yes. So they're all douche canoes. Canoes. Hardcore. Yeah. Okay. So, I know there's so much going on. So remember the marina lady, Deanna, Elder. Sheila talked to her, and Deanna says she remembers seeing the three around noon-ish, and the body was found four hours later. Mm -hmm. She saw Hannah... Who looked nervous. And Hannah said something like, we can't find my friend. And Deanna was like, just thinking she meant in the moment. Yeah. And uh, she said, I'm sure she'll show back up. And Hannah said, I think she got into a houseboat with a man and went to Wakefest in the night. And Deanna asked her again a little bit, like, have you found your friend? She said, yeah, we left her at the bar, but someone said she went to Wakefest with the man in the houseboat. And Deanna's like, honey, I have a houseboat. I am not about to take my 80-foot houseboat 
to wake fest with random people yeah you know it just no. doesn't work like that um okay but remember in the previous story so hannah just said to her on that sunday that we they left, left her, her at, at the, the bar. bar but previously they all went up to the thing yeah they're all up there together right and obviously lauren had been up there because her shoes and phone were there yes all right so they had told ryan about the houseboat too um until chris told a different investigator that she had gone back to the campsite mm-hmm. and he had sex with her. Um, and this is the same day. Chris told a different investigator, I think it was Yarchuk at this point, that he had gone back and like, we had had sex. So yeah. like, did she, did she not? Who Him went back? Lauren? Where? Yes. But she was on her period. So that's not how that went. Right. Also, so the houseboat, um, it's, you're going to hear about the houseboat in just a little bit. So the night, Saturday night, Chris had gone, there was a houseboat at the very end of the slip and they had a slip across from them that they let Chris put his Malibu boat in. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually fell asleep on their houseboat that night just for a little bit waiting on his friend, something like that. Yeah. Um, so remember the houseboat. Okay. So the houseboat, well, I guess we'll get into it. Just kidding. So the houseboat family, Chris falls asleep that night and they said they put chairs on the front, like two chairs and he fell asleep there for, I think it was like an hour or something. Um, and that Aaron came and got him, and they had to make two trips to the camp to get Chris back. So they had one canoe, yeah, going back and forth. Okay, and they would it would fit like three people or whatever. So yeah, you, you know. Okay, so now we're jumping to Chris Strout Stout, whatever. Okay. Hate him. Mm-hmm. Hate He's him the all. third. He's a sketchy Mick Sketcherson, is what I heard. <laughs> Chris was later brought back in in 2018. So you're gonna hear me talk about this again. So, in December of 2017, I believe it is, or 2016, mm-hmm. whatever, Sherry files a wrongful death lawsuit. Good. Against the three. Good. Okay, Chris is in jail already oh. for, some, for like his fifth UI or something like that. Yeah. So, they go ask him questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also like for you to know that the other two pled the fifth. Aww. Hannah pled the fifth 154 times. Mm-hmm. Because you did it. Okay. Whew. So if I repeat that again, I'm sorry. So they asked him to reach his original statement. Basically, he came back to the campsite. This is what it says. Basically, I came back to the campsite for a few minutes saying, and she was saying she's going to go back to her ex-boyfriend and hang out. I fell asleep and she was gone. This That morning, the ex said, he talked to the ex Sunday morning. Yeah. The ex said she came back to the bar and was trying to get with him and then he walked away so that was his original statement yeah the next conversation is between jeremy and chris a few days after the accident so you heard his original statement from the day of yeah um this is between him and shitty detective a couple of days later he said we got there friday stayed up there friday night the girls were there but chris told ryan lauren brought us here what? Yeah, then Chris tells Ryan that he, that Lauren brought us here. And they're like, no, she, no, he has no idea, right? Yeah. So then he tells Jeremy, we were all drunk. They woke me up. We went back to the campsite. And, you know, they woke him up off the thing. Yeah. Went back to the campsite. Hannah and Aaron went into the tent. I laid in the hammock and she laid down with me, but I fell asleep quick before her. Woke up. She was gone. 
I thought she went to the tent or other hammock. I fell back asleep. Hannah woke me up asking where Lauren was. I said, thought she was with y'all. I thought you said she went back to the bar with yeah, the ex. What happened there? Right. But she was worked up about her ex. So we made a deal with her it, the night before. We mm-hmm. made a deal. If you sleep here. So she was there. Yeah. But Hannah said, she uh, whatever. Um, if you sleep here. We'll take you back in the morning. We didn't want to. We didn't want to have to canoe back again that night. Yeah. Um. But maybe her ex came and got her. So this is a few days later. What he tells Jeremy. You you don't Taylor. know what happened because it didn't happen. Right. And so all their stories are changing. Right. Mm. Now we're going back to the deposition. Okay. Okay. Statement says that she was going to see the ex, but a few minutes ago. Yeah. This is what he's saying to them. But a few minutes ago. You said you didn't talk to her that night. Yeah. This is what he's telling the investigator in the deposition. Or this is the investigator talking to him. Chris says, they, Hannah and Lauren, were just talking about it like out loud in general. They talked about it like on the way to the campground. Yeah. So like, I thought you were so drunk. How do you remember that conversation? How many people were in this canoe to where you can hear them? Yeah. Right? Yeah, it makes no sense, dude. Right. I'm I'm so confused. So I know everybody's got to be confused at this point. Yeah. Like I'm not so confused. Originally, I know what happened. Yes. Yeah, so like in this story today, you're going to hear it's either going to be original statement day. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Taylor questioning him mm-hmm. a couple days later or the next day or something like that, and then you're going to hear deposition from the other investigator. I don't have his name. Okay. So we're going to call him question investigator. Okay. Um Okay, so None of this, the none of his, none of the stories match between the day of his statement and the deposition. Nothing. He also um, said that at one point he told Ryan that on the boat that afternoon, mm-hmm. the day of finding the body, that um, he needed to go home. His mama didn't even know that he had left. He lived with his mama. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Well, then he told Taylor at one point, like, no, nah, I don't live with my parents that's those days are far and over and they're like excuse me sir could you pick a story and stick with it yes so during the deposition they ask what he did after the day he said we got our boat we got our stuff we headed to the station for a statement or a Mm follow-up um and then the question investigator was like well do you recognize this number do you remember calling anybody yeah you know and he's like, no. He said, well, you called this number six times. Do you recognize this number? Do you know what time it was that he called? Right when he left the, before he gave the statement, because the timing's on the statement. Okay. Between the leaving the marina yeah. with his boat and going to the police station. Okay. Call this number six times. Did you talk to Aaron or Hannah about any of this? No. Did y'all, did you talk about Lauren? No. Y'all didn't even talk about what happened. He's like, I'm sure we did. He said, did you talk to Aaron on the way to the police station? Nope. Who did you call six times? I don't know. Maybe a girl I was talking to, but I don't know who it was. So I don't recognize the number. Yeah. Um, he said that when they had gone back up to the thing to get their stuff, he, the question investigator was like, did y'all talk about like, I need to know if y'all communicated about this. Was anything said about what we're supposed to say? Or whatever. Yeah. He said, no. He's like, y'all didn't talk about Lauren at all. And he was like, I mean, I'm sure we did. But like, just like how we crazy it so was. We cared so little about yeah. her that we didn't discuss yeah. it. He said, was anybody upset? And Chris was like, I mean, Hannah was like crying. But like, he said, well, were y'all? He's like, I mean, not really. Like, you know, 
Chris said Chris didn't know her. I could meet a person totally random, mm-hmm. go somewhere with them for five minutes. Mm-hmm. They die. Yup. I'm a cry. I'm a freak out. Is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. I will fucking panic. Oh, it's so frustrating. Um. Okay, so Ryan asked the day of. He asked Chris the day of. He's like, "Why didn't you report her missing?" Well, Chris just answered, "I don't know." Because we didn't care. Uh, what the fuck? So. I hate this so much. What the fuck? All right. So, side note, the deposition questioner, question investigator, Mm -hmm. the QI, ah, Mm. yeah, asked something interesting. After asking, did any of y'all talk about what to tell the police? He said no. Of course he did. They asked, do you know if Jeremy and Aaron were friends? Okay. And he said, no. He said, did Aaron ever tell you he knew of Jeremy Taylor before this? No. Do you believe that to be true now? No. No, they, were, they had no, to he, be No, he friends. doesn't believe it's true now. He believes that they, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, during this deposition, we keep going back and forth between his original combo. You know, I told you that with Ryan and Jeremy and now the QI. And my fuse for Jeremy was almost... It, it's almost at the end, okay? Yeah. Like, there's this fuse that somebody lit on a firework, and I'm about to boop. I mean... um, No, I'm thinking about finding him now. So. Like, today's episode is going to cover a little bit of Jeremy, but, like, we're not even in the meat and potatoes yet with, <sighs> with, with fucking Jeremy. I just feel like I'm gonna... Like, what the hell is your fucking job? I mean, like, okay, I get this is your first murder case um, or homicide. It's not the one. But usually, because everybody's got to have one. Like, yeah. everyone's got to start somewhere. Then but you like, overdo it. Yeah. Not just be like, nah. 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 I don't want to do the it's paperwork. Fine. I mean, I just, ooh. No one showed me how to do the paperwork, so. Okay. Accident. Are you ready? My face is getting blushed. Are you ready? Yeah. First off, it was reported by, I think it was Ryan or somebody. <sighs> Jeremy Taylor was seen taking selfies on the cliff. While they were investigating the campsite. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. No. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting you. It's a pretty view. It's a. I, get, I guess. It, I, I mean, guess I get it. View. But come back another day. Like in a couple of years. Mm. Um, I can't. Uh-huh. Okay. This is also the tampon guy. We hate him because of the tampon situation. Right. Um, initially, he was treating this like this is just a small incident. Like. Multiple times he was saying, well, if it's your time to go, ain't no stopping it. Okay. So, to the suspects. Okay. So, here's my thing. I have a cold heart. Uh-huh. I have told many people mm-hmm. that their loved ones have passed. Uh-huh. Um, I don't take selfies on any scenes. Mm-mm. And I don't tell someone that I suspect of hurting someone or could have possibly done that or anyone other than maybe first responders. If it's your time to go. I mean, there's no stopping it. He's like, just it's just a matter of how it's done, how it happened. Like, talking to them like they're friends, okay? Yeah, no. Okay, I mean, oh my gosh. So, at one point, he had a meeting with Sheriff Ray. There was a meeting. Sheriff Ray, which was the sheriff of DeKalb County, mm-hmm. Tennessee. Um, Brian Agee, which is her daddy. Yeah. Um, Jeremy Taylor. And Mike Smith, which is her stepdaddy. Okay. For answers. He basically gave them the rundown of the day from his point of view. Like, I got the call. I was blah, 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 blah. He didn't go see the body first. He went to the campsite first. Okay. Um, 
went to the site looking for spots she might have fell anything obvious well i couldn't find anything um went to the hospital examined her body and her wounds she had trauma to the back of her head not like someone had hit her more like she had hit something with her head oh yeah because she just like rammed her head into something i don't understand that Maybe, maybe like, maybe, maybe like forensic, somebody could explain that to me. How you can tell if somebody hit her head into a rock or if she hit her own head into the rock. Like, that you can't, right? No. What the hell? Oh, gosh. Okay. I'm just saying they're all crooked. The sheriff's crooked because. The fuck it. We're not done with the sheriff yet now. He'll be on next week. Too. Imagine this detective coming over here and be like, oh, I'm sorry, uh, Sheriff, Sheriff Hale or Sheriff Barry, if it was then. Um, she looked like she hit her head or a rock with her head. I'm pretty sure would if we flip. said that to either probably Scott, he would be like, that is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. I suggest you get your ass back to work. James would be like, I tell you what, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me handle it myself. You go on home. <laughs> you go on home. You're done here. You're off you this case. Home. You're a dumbass. When do I come back? Oh, you don't. You don't, baby. <laughs> you don't. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure if that's something that, like, I'm just not aware of, right? Um. So Ray Sheriff Ray at some point Also criticized Sherry for not coming to this meeting Like publicly criticized her For not coming to this meeting with them to get answers Right Okay that's uh, mm. Okay okay hold on you ready Yeah The others gave this Okay this is what he told him The others gave the same statements from the day of the written statement They didn't change This is what Jeremy's telling the two dads But They didn't change except for all the changes but, that they made But they're not They haven't Taylor never went to Yarchuk or or Ryan for any of it, right? So look, here's their statements by the by what they told me. Nothing ever changed. These are their stories. They're not lying. Mm-hmm. This was before the deposition, but still, between Ryan Yarchuk Taylor and the written one, it's all fucked. Like yeah, nobody spoke different. to Ryan or Yarchuk. Like what are you doing? That's their job too. Um, they are there on a off on a. Security no, detail. I understand, Haley. He is the man, and this is his murder case, and he don't need help from nobody. Clearly. Clearly he does. All right. Are you ready? This is what he says. Oof. Ooh, ooh. No, I'm not ready. He says, well, as for the polygraphs, I called the Department of Justice. They read the case file, and they just said no to a polygraph. There's no reason for one. It was an accident, and they just closed file and said, no, we're not going to do one. Yeah. Sounds about like them. Make what? What and they're like, who did you speak with? And they're like, well, I just talked to him today. Like, fuck off. No, you didn't. No. Mm-mm. Okay. So, but previously on August second, Sherry, Michael, and Brian Ag met with Ryan at a Waffle House. So this was September when they had the meeting with the four. Okay. But in August, Sherry, Mike, Brian, and Ryan had met at a Waffle House just to discuss things, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. So they discussed what freaking Jeremy Taylor told them about the polygraph. Told them. Yeah. The, this was before the meeting, right? He said that someone from Afghanistan, they were waiting for somebody to get back from Af- Afghanistan, and they were going to do like um, do a polygraph test with the pupil and the sweat and the finger, whatever. Yeah, the whole, the whole All nine the, yards. The whole nine yards. But, but the three didn't show up, right? So they were going to do it, but they didn't come. But they didn't come. But you know what Jeremy told Sherry? They have lives to live. They can't just up and take off work to do this. I'm sorry. It's what the detective told Lauren's mother. I, I'm sorry. I, they can't. They can't. They got lives. Lauren had a life. She did. She did. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. So 
back to September. Um, during the meeting, Ray, the sheriff, is basically like, accident, case closed. Okay? He's no help. Fuck you. Sorry. You, yeah. In <sighs> the words of Ukraine, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yes. So, Jeremy Taylor says, if y'all find real facts, you can go through the DA and he'll have to reopen the case, but we don't have any more facts. Taylor says, there are rumors that Chris had sex with her, but he didn't. She was on her period. The dad says, well, what if I have it on tape? Saying that she did have sex with her. Taylor's like, I have his statements. And he told me and his statements that they didn't have sex because she was on her period. Oh, yeah. Nobody has ever had sex with anyone. In the butt. On their period. Right? <sighs> okay. Then Sheriff Ray is like, well, like, just kind of interrupts towards him. He's like, well, I, I'm done here. You know, not like I'm done here. But more like, all right, well, I'm done here. You know? And, like, he's trying to end the meeting, but, like, not rude. Well, I mean, rudely, but not, like, I hate y'all, I'm done. You know? Yeah. Um, he looks there. He talks to everybody. He's like, you got anything else? And the dads are like, I mean, we're frustrated. I feel like we have something. And Taylor's like, yeah, I mean, they're sketchy and all. But we don't have any proof of anything. And the sheriff is like, I mean, do you, talking to the parents, mm -hmm. the two dads, do you have evidence? Yeah. Look at her. <sighs> He said, there's nothing else to have here. We can't just chase rumors. You can't do your job. Do I, any of these I, people still work there? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I just, this is so ass backwards that like. Makes no sense. Makes no fucking sense. So the dads are just, you know, they're just telling them like, we're, it's kind of heartbreaking because they're like, we just want the truth. Like, it's yeah. not about money or anything. I just want to know. We just want the truth. Um, but they're like, you know what? Time's on our side. Um, now, because we're not going anywhere. Yeah. And Jeremy's basically like, good luck. Fucking. Mm. Mm. All right. So next chapter, we're hearing all about the ex, right? She went back with the ex. She did blah, 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 yeah. with the ex. So Clint is the ex. And that's, um, that's Lauren's ex-boyfriend that was at Wake Fest with his new girlfriend. He had actually like recently blocked Lauren from all of his stuff just because like he had a new girlfriend, Callie. And yeah. you know, it's just easier that way. Now, Lauren's friend, Samantha, okay. said Lauren had gotten into it with Callie, but Clint, Callie, and longtime friend Evan were like, no, what? What yeah, is Samantha talking happen. about? We don't know what you're talking about. Samantha um, is Hannah's friend? Is Samantha is friends with all of them, too. Okay. She's So, there's Cassie, Samantha, Lauren, and Hannah. Yeah. Like, some are, you know, nobody, this person's not friends with Hannah. Yeah. Samantha is friends with Lauren and Hannah. Okay. Cassie is friends with Lauren. Yeah. Lauren's friends with all of them. Okay. Right? Okay. Um. All right. So, they're like, no, these, they, we didn't fight. Nobody fought. Like, Lauren and Callie did not fight. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um. But you know who did fight that night? Friday night. This was Friday before Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Cassie and Hannah. Huh. Huh. Hannah tried to beat Cassie when Cassie was like, you know, he showed up with with Hannah at the bar at Fishtails. Yeah. Which is the marina bar. And she was like, oh, no, we've been together. Like, I'm going to show you text. Goes out to her car to get the phone. Because you either have to charge your phones, like, on houseboats or in your car, whatever. Yeah. And then Hannah follows her out there and attacks her. Ma'am, why are you mad at me? Be mad at him. All right. All right. Also, we learned that Samantha stayed on the cliff with them Friday night after Cassie ditched her. Okay. So, 
Cassie, like, was pissed after the fight, you know, mm-hmm. and so she left the bar, mm-hmm. left Samantha with Lauren, and Samantha's like, we've been friends forever, you know, we just kind of faded apart because I have a kid and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's why Cassie wasn't drinking much Saturday and saw everything, you know. Yeah. Because she's pissed. So, longtime friend Evan. Yes. Who's ex-boyfriend's cousin. Clint. Yeah. But, yeah, it's easier He's, to just Clint, Callie, and Evan came together. Yeah. So, Evan, but he grew up with Lauren. She's good friends with yeah. his mama, too. His mama was there in their RV. Mm-hmm. So, he was actually the last one to see Lauren. Okay. That we know of right now. Okay. Their families had been friends. His mom was there, too. Um, But Lauren's card got declined or something at the bar. So she left her credit card for Evan and Lauren. She told Evan, this is strictly for you and Lauren. Yeah. Um, And he said it ended up being like 35 bucks. He's like, she wasn't like wasted because 35 bucks at a bar for two of us is not bad. Yeah, that's nothing. It was maybe three drinks. Yeah. Um, So, but it gets tricky because he's Clint's cousin. Like at some point she had mentioned, I'm going to come stay with y'all. And he's like, that's fine. I just want to let you know, Clint and Callie are staying with us too. She's like, oh, you know, never mind. Just because like, yeah, she doesn't want to get involved with that, you know? Yeah. And Clint had kind of been avoiding her anyway, just because of Callie. Yeah. Um, Evan says even after drinking, she wasn't like all over the place. She could, she was the type that could, that could handle her alcohol. Yeah. Um, Evan's mom is also a nurse. And so she said, I sat there and had a drink with her that day. She had no bruising anywhere. Um, I would have noticed. Like, yeah. I treat her like one of my child. I would have noticed if something looked off with her. Yeah, would have would have seen it, would have known. Right. So, Evan says, him, Clint, and Callie then left Fish Lips, or Fish, t- fish Lips, and went to an RV to go to a different party. Um, and he's like, hey, you know, Lauren said, I'm going to wait at the bar for y'all to come back. Because he's like, oh, we'll be back. Yeah. Um, and when he returned, the bar folks said... Um, so one of her friends came and got her. So, you know, that, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Clint says Lauren tried to talk to him, you know, cause everybody's like, oh, they got into a fight. You know, she was going after her ex. She wanted to flirt with her ex. Aaron was saying she wanted to hook up with her, whatever. Yeah. Clint says, um, she tried to talk to him kind of at some point, but they were basically just walking towards each other and she kind of acted like she was going to talk, but he just kind of veered off. Yeah. Just to avoid it. Not that he he did not paint her out to be like crazy, you know. Yeah, anything it was like just that. like a she wanted to say hey. I and it's didn't just wanna, a better, you know, for yeah. the new girlfriend. Yeah. Um. So he had all of the alibis. Okay. So they're all like there was no kind of altercation. Like, you know, I avoided her in the nicest way. Like I don't. Yeah. Like it didn't hurt anyone's feelings. Right. We're all okay. Yeah, and she was fine too. Yeah. Although the whole crew, the camping crew, was like, she was so upset. She was so mad. She said she was going to go get him, blah, 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 whatever. Evan said that Sunday morning when they went to the marina store, so it's the marina, the marina store, the gas tanks, and fish lips. Yeah. Um, they were, And it's right, like, to the back side of the marina. He said um, he saw the sketchy threesome. And Hannah was like, have you seen Lauren? She didn't come back last night. So, you just said she didn't come back. Yes! But she was obviously there. She did not come back last night. And he was like, no. Um, He's like, okay, well, just... She's like, just have her call us if you see her. But she didn't have her phone. So, like, what? Yeah. They knew she didn't have her phone. Because it was still the campsite. Clint said on Sunday he saw Hannah and... 
Okay, so that was Evan. So Clint said he saw Hannah, and she said, hey, have you talked to Lauren or anything or heard from her? And he said, it was just Hannah then. No Aaron, no Chris, like the boy stated. Cause yeah. Chris stated in his original written statement, I saw the ex Sunday morning, and, you know, he said that she had gone, she tried to hit him up. Yeah. You know, whatever. No. Clint's like, I didn't see him on Sunday morning. It was yeah. just Hannah. Oh, my gosh. It's so confusing. He also talked about how weird it was that they didn't go looking for her or report her. Um, so, and then based on the initial rumors, uh, Clint was asked not to come to the funeral. Like, originally, uh, they were saying maybe it's not a good idea because mixed messages and everything. Yeah. Um, but he went anyway. And he came in very last and then, like, sat up in the balcony just to, out of respect for her family. Yeah. But also out of respect for Lauren, which the other three clearly didn't fucking have. Yeah. Right? Yeah. None. Not at all. None. Okay. Okay. So, um, I know we're jumping all around, but now I've got to talk about Hannah. Okay? This is a this is going to be a long synopsis about Hannah. Jesus. Geezeball. Okay. So, as I'm listening... Uh, I'm, I'm uh, okay you'll see okay <sighs> we know her stories change we know about her attacking Cassie but at some point Sheila you know she didn't she she ended up moving to Florida mm-hmm. with Aaron yeah but at some point Sheila got Hannah to sit down with her for an interview nobody's okay. interviewed her oh because that's not important. and she knows she played the fifth of a thousand fucking times yeah <sighs> All right. She said that at the beginning, there was a young man that kept coming in of the interview. Sheila said there's a young man that kept coming in and out of the room, making it quite obvious that like he was not thrilled she was there. Um, Normal questioning began. She says she knew as soon as she saw the TWR, Hannah said as soon as she saw the TWRA boats, she just knew. She said Lauren came back with them. Mm-hmm. So she did come back with them. This is what she's telling now. Yeah. and uh, But she just told Clint. That she didn't. Yes. And I just, um, I'm just so confused. Um, and she sees them laying on the hammock. Okay. Chris and Lauren. She woke up. Lauren wasn't there. Chris said, I think she went to the bathroom at some point, but that was it. And that's what Chris told Hannah. Yeah. The morning of. She said her phone was there, but it was dead. She said she checks around for a second. And she said, well, we just started the day because we just weren't sure. We figured she had gone with the ex, whatever. So they all decide, these two brothers come over. They all decide to go cliff jumping again. And she was in the canoe picking up people as they cliff jump. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said she kind of looked around then. And then they went to the dock. And so she's telling, this is her story. She's telling Sheila. Mm-hmm. As she's telling Sheila this story, in the interview, her phone starts to ring. Okay. It's Aaron. Calling mm-hmm. Hannah's phone during the interview. I want to make this very clear. Okay. Very clear. <sighs> he didn't realize that we can hear him. Nobody. He didn't think anybody could hear him on the phone. Yeah. When he tells Hannah, stick to the story. This hurts my heart so bad. She gets flustered. You could tell she's hurrying him off the phone. She's like, okay, I love you. Okay, all right, I love you, bye. You know, I don't know. After this, she seems to start kind of stumbling on her words and everything. Like, she can't remember where where was I at? What was I saying? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't remember what we were talking about there. But then she 
you know, picks it back up. Um, the strange guy then comes back into the interview room, taps her on the shoulder, and walks past her. She just kind of ignores it. Okay. Like, who's a strange guy, right? Yeah. Uh, they chat a little more. Strange man comes back into the interview room, moves the recording device. Uh, sir, don't touch that. Don't fucking touch that. And then goes on his way again. Who is he? Hold on. They chat a little more. Her phone rings again. She answers. The second person scares her enough to where she gets off the phone and she's like, she starts to get really upset. She's like, people are telling me not to talk unless my lawyer's here. And then she starts sobbing. Okay. She's like, I just want this over. I'm not hiding anything. So I don't see what the problem is. Why I can't talk. Yeah. Why, why I can't say anything. I just want this over. I just want answers. So like at that point, I'm like, like, I feel like you can hear a pain in her voice. Yeah. And I don't know. There's something fishy. You know what I mean? I want like, I want to like look at her in the eyes and be like, you're almost there. Yeah. You're so close. Just tell keep us, going. Just tell us what you know. You're yeah. so close. Um, so the two interviewers, Sheila and like her friend that came with her, or whatever, mm-hmm. they were really good with her. They're like, Hey, listen, like we understand, you know, like we're, yeah. if you, if you're not comfortable with this, it's fine. You know, this they were so like so understanding yeah i would have been like bitch <laughs> so that's why you don't do that <laughs> yeah. she said i just want peace and i just want answers she said and then they talk a little more and she's like the fire is also a rumor like i don't know where that started why why people think we burn the campground everything like that yeah you know um when asked about her clothes and lauren's clothes and belongings hannah said I have no idea where they are. I just assume the police had them. Um, she also said Chris and Lauren did not have sex. She had asked them. And she said, I would have heard something if if anything happened, if sex would have happened, if she would have fallen, if she would have hurt herself, I would have heard it. Yeah, she would have known. Yes. Oh, side note. So, you know, they, on Friday, Cassie left Samantha with Lauren at Fishtail's. And then Samantha went to the cliff with them. Yes. (coughs) Sheila asked Samantha. Everybody else had gone to the cliff except for the two. Sheila said, how do you, if you need a canoe back, how do you let them know? She said, you just holler up to the cliff. Hey, come get me. And they canoe down and get you. Yeah. And so, which, so now Hannah's like, I would have heard it. Yeah. Somebody would have heard it. The dog would have heard it. The dog would have barked. The dog barked at everything. And then she's like, Virginia would have barked. And then she says, oh, Virginia's our dog. Dog's found. So we know where the dog is now? Well, you never see the dog. But she said, oh, Virginia is our dog. So we don't know if (laughs) Virginia's still there or where little Jenny is. Yeah. Um, Okay, so we know that's how you get picked up. Anyway, she says the easiest thing for her to believe is that she slipped when she was peeing. She said Chris was way too drunk to do anything and they physically had to carry him back up to the up to the cliff, the 90-foot climb on a rope. I don't know how you do that with a drunk human. Yeah. Um, but there are so many possibilities. She also says that Jeremy is the one who communicated with them the most. She also says that Jeremy Taylor never separated them to question them. All so three we just of them. did it all together. We did it all together. Why? Um, because he fucking sucks. Yeah. And 
um, he actually sat them all in the same car together with him just to talk to him about the case. Totally fine. Uh, but totally fine. Why didn't he fine, record whatever. it? No recording, nothing. Well, we don't know how to investigate. This is our first time. Fuck and fuck. <sighs> Hannah said after the statement, she rarely heard from DeKalb police. Maybe a few <laughs> times from Brian Ag, but other than that, she heard from no one. She mentioned. Um, she also mentioned that there were some strangers at the campground on Saturday when they returned, like drinking their beer. She's like, but I didn't think anything of it because this is a, it's public ground. Like I can't say don't come up there. Yeah. And the two brothers that came that Sunday morning, the Harper brothers, um, we hadn't heard of them before. She's the one that told us about the Harper. Like, where did they come from? Yeah. But she said they just came up there. They did some cliff jumping and that was it. So, like, there's more people, I guess. Oh, ready? Okay. She confirmed that they took... We took her keys because we didn't want her to drive after drinking all day. Mm -hmm. Um, After chatting a little more, she brings up a Facebook message that Aaron sent to Lauren on the night of the murder death. What do you want to call it? At 1 a.m., Okay. Okay. So, Aaron sent this. First of all, what happened to no service? Yeah. Um. It, the message said something about holler when you're done with the houseboat, make a dollar, something. So, I'm, I don't, they said it just sounded like he was kidding. Maybe it was like, hey, do you need a ride when you're with the canoe? Yeah. Um, but that was sent at 1 a.m., right? Yeah. Do you remember the time that they left fishtails? Way before that, wasn't it? No, 2 a.m. 2 a.m., that's right. I was like, I knew it well, was that's not. that's what time they supposedly left yeah. fish, tail, fish lips. Two. How did it go at 1 a.m.? Yeah. All right, so all of a sudden during the interview, Aaron storms in the door, walks right past them, doesn't say anything to anybody. Okay. Goes to the strange guy in the that's in the house and said, how was work? Just to the boy. Never says anything to anybody else, right? Yeah. He then later came into the room, and you could tell she was uncomfortable. He said he didn't want to be recorded anymore. He didn't want to be he recorded. He didn't want to be recorded. Okay. So he asked questions about their car, about Sheila and, you know, the other lady's car. And, like, super weird questions. He's like, um, he's like, is your, is, is your, why, is that your car out there? And they're like, yeah. And he said, how you keep it so clean? And she's like, what? And he's like, you know, women just have dirty cars. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then it was, are we done here? Where are you from? Who are you with? Um, He said, I've already talked to Jeremy Taylor, um, even since I've moved to Florida. As far as he's concerned, as far as I'm concerned and Jeremy's concerned, nothing has changed. Um, He also said, we agree to do a poly test, polygraph. But Taylor told them after a month or so, don't even worry about it. Don't do it anymore. So Jeremy Taylor told them not to do the polygraph. Yeah. Hannah interrupts and says, we only want answers and I'm going to be honest. But that's where it ended. Aaron kicked him out. Of course. Told him to leave. And then beat Hannah, I'm sure. (laughs) Probably, right? Mm -hmm. So it turns out Hannah did show up to the family's house a few days after the accident, right? Okay. And it was said that she had this dramatic entrance, like screaming, like, it should have been me. And they said, just like craving attention. A friend, Lexi, recalls that Hannah ran into the bathroom, and that's when Samantha followed her. 
with tons of people there. Everyone's just kind of quiet and looking around like, what the fuck is she doing here? Yeah. Um, she said, Lexi said, I walked up to the door and kind of listened. You could hear them snickering and whispering. Mm. Lexi said, uh-uh. She said to them, if she's going to be a fucking bitch, I'm going to go in there. She walked in there and told Sam to leave. She's like, you need to get out of here. And Sam's like, you're not going to tell me what to do. She's like, get out of this bathroom. So then she got face to face with Hannah and was like, what the fuck is going on? And Hannah just said, I don't know anything. It just pissed them off because they all knew Hannah was lying. Yeah. Lexi told her, if you know what's good for you, you need to leave. They said she looked horrible. Like, Hannah looked terrible. Mm -hmm. She had terrible eyeliner anyway on a normal picture, but, like, apparently it was worse. Yeah. Um, Lexi said it doesn't make sense. Um, Like, a lot of it doesn't make sense. But, like, as soon as Samantha called her to tell her she had drowned, she thought, what the fuck? Lauren was a lifeguard. She didn't fucking drown. Yeah. Um, And then the way Samantha was acting super sketchy, saying that, like, she had text Lauren to see if she wanted to ride home whatever she needed directions to figure out where Lauren was at mm-hmm. right but like you were there i'm confused yeah none of those text messages were on lauren's phone of course not no lexi put in a statement with the police saying that hannah told her quote we all slept together in that tent we woke up and she was gone that's my story and i'm sticking to it okay. well there's a different fucking hannah story right when she questioned hannah hannah said you know when she questioned Hannah about the it's your story sticking to it, Hannah said, you know what? The news is about to come on. You can just watch that. Lexi also said that Hannah had posted things on social media, but Sherry never saw it because they blocked her. Okay. They posted like she posted. That's my story and I'm sticking to it on social media. They also said they're not even sure how, why Hannah showed up to that family event. Yeah. How she heard of it. Like, she was not invited. The only way she would have heard about it is from Samantha. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I don't like it. Yeah. So immediately after the accident, the day of the accident, she went to her, Hannah went to her apartment, unsigned her lease, moved back in with her mama, but then very shortly after moved in with Aaron's mama. Okay. Um, and then blocked Lexi from everything too. Of course. Of course. We're just going to alienate everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Brian, don't question me. Don't question me. Brian, the daddy, said he had contacted Hannah shortly after asking Hannah to come over. Although everyone was like, why? And he's like, you know, at this point, we had to give her the benefit of the doubt. Right. She lost her best friend, too. Yeah. And um, that would be a traumatic experience. Yes. And he's like, maybe she's going through something. Mm-hmm. She was the last person with our daughter. You know, mm-hmm. Sherry was like, no. But then Sherry came anyway. He said, I just want to I want to be nice to her. I want to grieve with her, too. People were um, kind of giving Hannah the cold shoulder, but like, no worries. She brought back up with her. What? Hannah brought Sam. Of course. Samantha. Shortly after they arrived, Sam took Hannah into like a different room where they had their ritual powwow, you know. Yeah. Kumbaya. Yes. When they came out, Sam was just trying to c- take control of everything. She could tell that they could tell that Hannah had been crying or whatever. But Samantha was the one trying to take control of everything. This started with her with her trying to be involved with everything. Samantha. Yes. Okay. From she was super pushy, super persistent. What's going on with the case? What do you know about the case? What are we doing for the funeral plans? I need these pictures to be in the Did funeral you do video. It, That's what I'm saying. Um just just everything. They want she wanna know any information about, you know, what is Hannah Hannah needs to do this. Hannah should do whatever. 
the day of the funeral, there was so much animosity because Hannah and them had heard Sherry doesn't want us there. You know. Yeah. But Sherry never told them that. This came from, I guess, Samantha knew that because she was so involved with the family during the planning. Yeah. I think they had had the discussion about should Hannah and them come. And Sherry was like, I don't want them there. But the dad was like, uh, you know, but it was never yeah. like a, she can't come. Yeah. So they just didn't show up. But Samantha was, I think she's the one that told them, like, they don't want you there. So y'all don't need to come. But then acted pissed about it. Right. Yeah. Um, she was even going up and signing Hannah's name on the memory items. What? <laughs> no joke. Who the fuck? Like, what are you doing? I don't know. We're not done with her. So then after that, Sam started going after the family for questioning Hannah. How dare you question someone to figure out what happened on the last day of your daughter's life? Yeah. She was even taking like low blows. Um, like when the dad was like, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. Hannah told the fucking parents. You just can't handle that it was an accident. You just want to blame someone. You don't want to accept the fact that your daughter was drinking and messed up and died. I would have slapped the, the shit, shit out of her. So that's when Sherry started stepping in to kind of rebuttal. Um, but that's when Hannah took to the social media post stating like, I don't know who they think they are questioning everybody trying to get answers. They're just this. They're just that. She started a trash campaign about Lauren which her dad calls her Taylor. So if I say Taylor, yeah. well, no, don't ignore that because it's Jeremy Taylor. That's started a trash campaign about Lauren and her family, siding with Hannah and Aaron. Seems to need attention to me. Yeah. Anyway, Hannah's ex-boyfriend was also questioned. Um, he said, like, Hannah was really nice. Like, I, I think, I mean, he seems like a really good guy. You know, he's like, she wasn't bad. You know, like, I don't know. They yeah. were friends. I never could see her doing something. He said, I think she's under lock and key. He said, I think she's afraid that they'll hurt her if she says anything. Last we heard from her, she said, last he had heard from her, she called him and she was like, I'm going to be back. Don't marry anybody. I'm going to be back. He said, next thing I know, she's married to Aaron with a kid. And he said, when she called me, I could tell she was hiding and whispering for some reason i'm nervous um for hannah at this point yeah like yeah does that make sense like it's like i feel like she knows something she did something too yeah but i'm afraid it's like either she did it or she knows something mm -hmm. and they are keeping her from coming clean and telling the truth and now her conscience has gotten to her yes and she wants to or she's afraid they'll hurt her if she says anything yeah um because according to cassie before aaron was very like persuasive like that like when she would call the cops on him he's like if i go to jail you won't have me anymore and you won't have this and you Boy, won't have I don't that need you i mean ooh. so i he also said like i feel like she's keeping a secret but if Hannah's keeping a secret, this is from the ex-boyfriend. If Hannah's keeping a secret, she won't be able to keep it for long. Okay. Speaking of secrets. Yeah. This whole thing just hurts my heart. Just say it. Okay. This is the end of our second episode. Okay. So, on episode part three, we're going to call it Secret Secrets Are No Fun. We're going to find out a secret 
that I think everyone has been keeping. Okay. Why was this never investigated? Was there another person camping with them? Who was it? Where is he? Okay, wait a minute. Are you making me wait? Yeah. I had a bad day. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You're going to make me wait? Mm-hmm. What is wrong with you? Uh, let me give you a, a... So, remember that houseboat? Yeah. The daughter of the owner of the houseboat that was there that weekend, she is interviewed too. Okay. And she's like, what about the other guy? They're like, what? The other guy that was with them. He was with them all weekend. Is it the same guy that was in the interview? Maybe. Who is he? Let's go ahead and finish this. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It'll ruin. It'll ruin. So, uh, I. it's terrible that we have another. Well, I, this story just hurts my heart so bad I can't stand it. And it's so frustrating. I want to hurt people. It's so frustrating. I don't understand. I don't understand. But we're going to get there. We're going to get there. This might go into five or six parts. But, like, now I'm fully invested. And I need for everybody to share this podcast and the one before that. Because we have to find some answers. Yeah. I mean. Something is fucking off. Something's wrong. And I just don't. I don't understand how we just had a lack of any kind of investigation. Uh, nothing. That that's magically okay. Nothing. Wait, so we're going to hear from the sheriff, too, who lacks more knowledge in the case than I do at this point. It's just ridiculous. So I cannot wait to get some more info. I hate to leave you like that. I hate you But we're so going to introduce another person. And I know the story is getting confusing. I know it is. But it's just the only way I know how to tell it. Okay, but it's it's... It is confusing, but it's only confusing because they have made it confusing. Yeah. Because they tell so many different stories and it's hard to keep up with which one they're going with today. Right. Yep. Yep. So. So, um, you know, let's uh, make sure that you're subscribed so you don't miss any of our. The next um, one. Miss the next episode. This one's going to go out today maybe to this our patrons on patreon go out to patreon so if you're not okay. a part of patreon um you get bonus episodes you get early episodes you get all the juice and we'll probably release them next week's early on patreon too just as a perk for our patreons yeah it's the luck of the month of march <laughs> was it the not the luck you know what i mean the luck of the irish yes the lucky bunch yeah so i like yeah i'm excited I'm invested and I'm frustrated, but it's good. Yeah. So go to the website too if you have any suggestions for anything. If you have any tips on this case, if you think I've missed something, if I've messed up something, I know that it's been reported that Lawrence family gives full permission for any facts to be released anywhere because they just want to close they just the want case. The truth. Yes. So if I have messed up something, if I have offended anybody in the family or anything like, please don't. Please let us know how we can fix it. That's not our intentions. No, um, we just want justice for Lauren at this point. I'm just, I don't know how they have put up with it for so long. No. You know? I, like, my heart hurts so bad right now, and I cannot imagine, like, have, having known her. As much as I've thought about this case in the last week or two, mm -hmm. 
Imagine being her family. I can't imagine. You wake up every day pissed. Yeah. I'm, like, it's got to wear down on them. I'm, it hurts. It so, hurts. if there's, if you have any tips, if you have anything at all, please let us know. Um, you can do that on our um, webpage, justanothermurdercast.com. You can go to Facebook at justanothermcast because, um, you know, they can't let you put the urder in there. Um, <laughs> send us a message there. Uh-huh. Please leave us a review on, on iTunes. On iTunes. It makes us feel good about ourselves. Yes. Um, if you don't like it, you can say that too, and we'll just we'll just not read it out loud. Yeah, you know it's fine. <laughs> um, I was real excited though when we got our first one star. I was like, somebody we don't know listened to <laughs> it. <laughs> it's not our parents. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes. Um, so thank you all so much. Yeah. Make sure you share this. I feel like this is important that we share it and get the story out, um, so that maybe some some form of truth will finally come out with it. Yes. Um, and make sure you go to our Patreon so that you get this early. Yes, I can't wait for it to be released. And I'm going home and working again. Yeah. All right. Well, um, shout out to Candy, Emily, and Amanda. Love them. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. For another frustrating. I mean, like, if I get more information and write 20 more pages, we're coming back at some point this week and I'm making another episode. You can come back tomorrow. Let's do it. Let's just, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Love you. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.